Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Team Selection Podcast on the AFL Ratings Network. My name is Pete and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. Welcome to co-host and seven first round Good day, Rhino. G'day, Pete. How are we doing? All good. So, the notable players to discuss in round 17. So, Western Bulldogs, Ed Richards returns, which likely means a bit more usage in the midfield for Caleb Daniel. Yeah, I think every week we've talked about the Bulldogs, there's been um, some sort of disruption to the current um, ecosystem of scoring, um, whether it be midfielders coming back or going. Now, all the mids are in there. Um, and now it's the halfbacks who are sort of like switching through. Um, what does it do to Caleb? What does it do to uh, Bailey Dale, who's been playing pretty well? Um, it's going to be fascinating. Is this? Am I right in saying that this might be as close to full strength the Bulldogs have been, with, with, at least with their mids and halfbacks? Yeah, it'd be a pretty good uh, squad they've got in there for this week, that's for sure. Yeah, I, and so I, I'd like a one-week data to have a look and see how everybody's going to be impacted. And it's against Collingwood, um, big stage Friday night, so that's going to be a very intriguing game. Uh, speaking of Collingwood, so Jordan Degoe returns, which likely means they cost a little bit more across uh, halfback there. Yeah, exactly. So that that's going to change. Degoe is, is a, speaking of things that make a difference to an ecosystem, he, he will change everything at Collingwood. What does he do to Tom Mitchell, um, who's been scoring really well while Degoe's been out? What does he do to Dacos? Obviously, Dacos will score no matter where you put him. Um, but the other guys, not necessarily. Crisp, um, Pendlebury, Mitchell, uh, Josh Dacos, they're all going to be impacted in a, in a pretty significant way, I would have thought. Um, so that game tomorrow night, like I'd be staying away from in all respects just to see how much impact um, the goalie in particular makes on the rest of the Collingwood guys. Yeah, it doesn't sound like uh, Bebo's going to go with a hard tag on Nick Dacos, and under the ref he could put up a pretty decent score there as well. So let's move on to Brisbane here. So Dane Zorko returns finally. Uh, Josh Tankley misses through his injury. Uh, luckily a good spot for Hugh McClellich in the midfield against the Eagles. Yeah, and he's been sort of trending upwards a little bit the last probably four to six weeks with the odd quiet one sprinkled in there. Um, Jared Lyons was the other one that came into that side. He hasn't played, I don't think he's played a game all year. He's been killing it in the NEFL, so mm. that's a good opportunity for him to come in. And if you're in a draft league and you need a backup mid, he would be a great one to pick up, even if it's only for a week or two, because he can. we know he can score if given the right role. Um, and then Dunkley misses one or two, then Lions would probably be the main beneficiary, I would imagine. But, yeah, McLuggage is probably the short-term winner. Um, I know Gunston's back, but still no sign of Daniel Rich. Um, and things have been working pretty well. You would assume that we a lot of Brisbane players racking up the points in that game. The Eagles are significantly undermanned, um, and, they're, you know, they're going to go to that game and, and probably not be able to get their hands on the footy too often, you wouldn't have thought. Speaking of the Eagles, so McGovern, Kelly uh, in there. So Hearn and Shui miss. Can you bring us up to date on the Eagles? 
Yeah, both those guys are basically pulled up sore. They were probably either the two best or two of the three or four best in West Coast's game last Sunday, which was probably their best game in about 12 weeks. Um, they were both really good, but they're both really old, and they pulled up from training really sore. They've been given the week off. I'd, I'd say they'll come back next week and play, um, barring a setback. Um, Kelly in um, big inclusion, he's in some ways replaces the Shuey loss. Um, and McGovern... I kind of was liking McGovern's role before he got hurt. Like, he was, he's a pretty good user of the footy, like, low-key. People don't think of him as that guy, but he is a pretty good user. And one thing I've noticed, and I think I brought it up on this podcast about West Coast and the style that they're shifting to while they're getting flogged, is to try to hold that ball up a bit. Mm-hmm. And so their halfbacks, like, we saw it with Hearn last week and Duggan and these guys. Like, if you can, if you can get a, a Duggan or a McGovern or when he's playing Hearn, um, with it in some games, those guys are getting a lot of the footy because West Coast are trying to slow the opposition down from, from really pounding on the scoreboard. So um, I would be really keen to consider picking up on the government, for instance, in, um, in a draft. On to GWS here. So Lockie Whitfield returns, Nick Haynes out of the 22, possible sub at the moment here, and that's probably the path for Himmelberg to stay in defence. Yeah, that was a really interesting one. Like, so Haynes looks like he's been dropped. Is that right? Yeah, so uh, listed as sub. So I'm, I'm just presuming here, like, he just moved straight to the sub and, and they're announcing the sub in advance, which is, you know, a, a lot of people have actually been calling for that in advance as well. Yeah, I would assume that that's a resting thing because he was given coaches' votes by both yeah, coaches good. last week. Yeah, um, and he was very, very good. So maybe he's sore and maybe they're just taking the opportunity to give him a rest. Um, it was a really odd decision, um, but like you say, it does keep Himmelberg down back. Um, all we need from Himmelberg is another couple of weeks, right, down back and, and scoring pretty well to, to make it worth the while because I think a lot of people have jumped on and um, he just really needs to, to jump up a little bit more in price. Um, one big blowout game would be nice to sort of boost that price. Um, but Haynes, that really surprised me, so it must be a management thing. Onto Hawthorne here, Denver Granger Barras returns, and he's been playing forward at VFL, so just some chance he plays forward again this week. Jarman MP returns, while Harry Morrison added the 22 for now. Lloyd Meek omitted there as well. Yeah, Granger Barras has um, officially entered the part of his career where they're, they haven't been able to make it work as a defender, so they're trying him elsewhere. Um, I, I, I would say that the, the West Coast Eagles in particular would be interested in, in his services going forward. A really young player who hasn't clicked a high draft pick, a WA guy. Um, and this might be a chance for him to, to nudge his way into that Hawthorne team. He has talent. He just hasn't been able to make it work. Um, the ruck will be interesting in that game. Uh, Briggs obviously has been in pretty good form and Meek being out. So it's basically just Reeves versus Briggs. Mm. Um, so I like that matchup for Briggsy. On to St Kilda, Jack Billing is named, which is good to see. Uh, Josh Battle, concussion out. Uh, Higgins with a knee, Brad Hill with a knee out. Uh, while Ryan Burns owes omitted for the time being. And Seb Ross is obviously dealing with a knee issue from last week there as well. Yeah, a few changes at St Kilda. And good to see Billings back. He's got a massive ceiling in fantasy. Like, when he goes big, he can go really, really big. He just hasn't been able to crack into that team. So he gets a chance. Um, and, you know, interesting to see what he can do with it, whether or not he disrupts any of the other guys. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd be keeping an eye on him for sure. And if he's somehow on your waiver wire in uh, a draft, just pick him up. Yeah, I'll be keeping an eye on that St Kilda final team as well for any adjustments there as well. Uh, so Ross Lyon did actually mention Todd Campbell today. So a bit of a grain of, 
grain of salt there with Ross Lyon. He mentioning quite a few players. So Sharman into the team, he probably goes back for battle. So you know, just whether they want to play an extra tour there as well. So interesting to see. But, yeah, it's one team I'd be certainly keeping your eye on for any possible late changes between now and when the game starts. So on to Melbourne, their opponent. Jordan, Spargo, Wowoden on debut. Uh, can play through the midfield there. Melksham into the team. Uh, Smith omitted, Harms omitted, which is interesting there. And Chandler and Fritch out. Uh, Fritch obviously out for seven or eight weeks. Yeah, and Oliver looks like he's going to miss three or four more as well, which is a good chance for Wei Woden. I mean, they clearly have identified they want another midfielder to come into that team. Um, he's been in ripping form. I think he had 31 and kicked three in the VFL last week. Obviously, he's got good pedigree. His dad's a Brownlow medalist. Um, and I, I would say he's a pretty good cash cow for this time of the year. For what's available, he's probably as good as he's going to get at this point. Um, so I'd be jumping on him. Um, none of the other guys interest me too much. It's, it's really the absence of Oliver that's causing all kinds of problems. And the one to watch, obviously, is does Max Gorn get forward status? Um, he's on right on the edge of it. He needs to play forward a bit this game to probably seal it. Um, that would be pretty significant for a lot of people in, in draft leagues, I'd imagine. On to Port Adelaide here, Dante Vicentini omitted. Uh, Hayes into the ruck for Port Adelaide. Yeah, so obviously Hayes, is we've been into him before. He doesn't really score that well, um, but they're out of ruck when Tickle's injured, Lysett's injured. So he gets a couple of weeks at it, um, and, you know, who knows how he goes. You know, if you need a backup ruck, I guess he's probably worth a look, but I wouldn't be expecting too much. On to Gold Coast, their opponent. So uh, Long omitted, Roses omitted there as well. Two Miller finally returns, Atkins into the 22. Yeah, and, and another play we talked about, Dugowie disrupting ecosystems. Miller's probably the other significant one of the weekend. So him coming back, what does it do to everybody? Rao, um, Anderson probably still finds his footy, but Rao has had a pretty good year with Tuk missing a lot of it. Um, Flanders obviously will probably will be impacted. Um, Cup of Fiorini, he'll, he'll be hit. Um, so a lot of people who we've been using and relying on, Bailey Humphrey, does he lose some of that midfield time that he gets from time to time? Um, it'll be really interesting to see what Toop does to that Gold Coast lineup. Um, I'd be nervous if I was an owner of any of those dudes um, we just mentioned, probably other than Anderson, who, you know, as we know, he, he just seems to find the footy no matter where he is. Yeah, impossible wet conditions there at Saturday night at Adelaide Oval there as well. So let's move on to the Sunday notes. Expanded squads only, confirmed out. Geelong, uh, Collagosny, uh, Smith and Buse uh, for North Melbourne, Shields and Will Phillips there omitted. Uh, Adelaide for butts for concussion uh, and Fremantle on that five foot injury uh, if you can bring us up to date on the situation with five and also Fremantle Yeah so Fife, um they're still working on a timeline they're pretty optimistic that he'll be sweet after this injury like they're not thinking it's career ending or anything like that I know there's been some reports about that but I think they're pretty confident he can come back from this um, whether or not he plays this year is, is probably unlikely and it might just depend on how they're going I think Erasmus is the guy that gets the opportunity. He was a sub. He's been the sub a few times. This is a window for them to play him. Um, and Fremantle have shown in the past that they're pretty pretty comfortable with playing the kids and they know where they're at. And they know... I think they're the second youngest team last weekend and the second youngest team the weekend before. Like So while people are expecting them to, to be better than they are right now, they're still very, very young. Um, and they know what their path is, which I think is probably two to three years away realistically from, from a prime premiership tilt. So I reckon Erasmus gets a shot um, and, you know, what they do with the sub from there, who knows. But um, the only other one I thought to mention on that Sunday is, is Tristan Sherry, who um, he's been named in the ruck, whereas Goldstein's on the bench. I mean, this could be 
you know, Goldie being squeezed out. We know in round one that um, Goldstein was left out of the starting team and Sherry was the guy. Um, and then he went down really early in that game with an injury. So as soon as he's ready to come back, he comes back in and, and maybe Goldie gets squeezed out. So that'll be one to watch. Yeah, uh, Brett Ratton, interim uh, coach for the Kangaroos, he's actually been as critical as he could be in, in presses recently on Goldstein. So, you know, um, yeah. it, it, you know, coaches don't really want to be critical of players, especially like for long-term players and career yeah. on club players. But he, he's been slightly critical of Goldstein. So, you know, if Cherry's right to go expecting to come in, I, I would presume that Goldstein is out of that team now, probably for the main of the season. So interesting to see yeah. where that one went out. So just, just quickly there. So Ryan and I are both on thread. So I'll be on an AFR ratings. That's on my Twitter handle, the AFR ratings. And also Ryan's on him. Uh, his threads as well, uh, obviously new sort of posting situation with regards to the struggling Twitter at the moment, so you can catch up some information there as well. So where can the listeners find you in your regular spots this week, Ryan? Yeah, as you say, join thread today. We'll see how that goes. That's at Footy Rhino. Twitter's the same. Um, and then just the usual spots. I'll, I'll see you around and you'll see me if you want to find me. Um, but good luck to all the listeners this week. It's getting towards finals time. Wins are crucial now more than ever. Yeah, AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter, AFL Ratings uh, Twitter handle there as well, associated Twitter accounts there as well, aflratings.com.au for a stack of fantasy information to help you out. Uh, well, Ryan, until team selection uh, next week, have a great weekend and good luck to the listeners around 17. Thanks, Pete. You too.